0: Yeah, if we if we compare our system to other countries, even comparing with other European countries, our system is quite safe and and quite quick. We can prepare everything and just takes a few hours to go to a public notary and and sign for the for the transfer for the acquisition.
1: We take an hour and a half for lunch, but it takes quicker to to purchase a property. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Olá e bem-vindo Portugal, the simple life. An insider's perspective to Portugal. If your plans to have a property abroad include delicious food, a fantastic climate, friendly people and lots of things to see and do, then Portugal is definitely the right place to be. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective of living in Portugal and a glimpse of the marvelous lifestyle that has captivated foreigners from all over the world. Join his weekly podcast where along with his guests, they shine some light on the various aspects of investing and owning a property in Portugal. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life.
1: This week, I talk with Nuno Silva Ramos, from Silva Ramos Attorneys. We discuss, amongst other things, the buying process in Portugal. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Portugal The Simple Life. I'm here with Nuno Ramos. Nuno, thanks so much for, for joining us. You're welcome. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Nuno, you're sitting in your office in Alfezerao. Uh, Alfezerao as previously spoken about on a, on another episode is famous for a, a cake called pau de lo. Exactly. Do you like it?
0: Uh, we have a lot of that. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I like it a lot.
1: Okay, so let's imagine we're in a we're not doing this meeting by Zoom mm. but we're in a cafe in Alfazara waiting for the famous pau de lo the Alfazara. Uh, we're strangers. Mm. We don't have a lot of time. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, my name is Nuno Ramsh. I'm a lawyer. I come from Masteira, which is a small village uh, close to Nazareth, like 20 kilometers away from, from Nazareth. And I've been living and working uh, in Ladia since I was born. So that's, that's what I do. Lovely. Uh,
1: Nazareth, we know, is, is famous at the moment because of the, the big waves. Yeah. Thanks to, yeah. Thanks to yeah. Mr. McNamara. Yeah. But, the Grand uh, Canyon yeah. waves. Exactly the Northern Canyon. But you are you're from your village, Mercedes. Famous for something else. Every every Portuguese village is famous for for something. What's Mercedes famous for? Uh, Mercedes has a big big factory of cement. So okay. all the construction all over the country you know Mercedes because of that. Okay, so when you're speaking to your clients who are are having a house built, you can say, "The cement is from my village."
0: Yeah, there's always a part of my state, of my village in all the construction in the area, so
1: okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about your your work as a as a lawyer what What area do you specialize in? Well, uh, I started working as a general
0: lawyer, so I did my training and started working on a big office in, in Ladia, which is the, the district town, okay. one of the biggest uh, offices, legal offices in Ladia. and then I started working for, for myself, so I established myself in Alfezorau and I specialized on real estate, on real estate investment.
1: Okay, why Alfezorau? Why did you, you set up your office there? Well, first there, there's a, this is a
0: nice village. It's very quiet. It's pretty close to the, to the highway. So we are two minutes away from the, from the highway uh, entrance. So there's a good location. The weather is good. The people are friendly. So that's why we are here.
1: Okay. And tell me a little bit about your, your clients, where, where are they from in the world?
0: Uh, everywhere in the world to be honest we have clients from from europe spain belgium germany uh, holland and we also have clients outside of europe we have clients uh, in the middle east we have clients from china we have clients from south africa from brazil from uh, united states from canada so all
1: over the world actually it's amazing it's amazing that that portugal has become so global uh i know you know always has been that way in a sense but but even place like the silver coast where people from everywhere are are, are coming here it's it's a it's a fantastic mixture of people
0: yeah exactly we are welcome uh, a welcoming country so when people visit portugal they immediately feel attracted to to stay for a longer period to come for another vacation or eventually to 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 live in portugal actually
1: um, Nunu, one of the things that, I, that I've noticed um, being here and, and it's something that I'd like to discuss with you in, in some detail, when I bought my first house, um, it took about three to four months for, the, for, for everything to, to get done and be registered officially. Uh, then when I came here and buying property here takes a, a lot quicker uh, as, as you know, Portugal, this, this podcast is called Portugal, the simple life. Why is the buying process so simple? What makes it so simple here? Uh, well, first of all, in
0: the last years, uh, all, the, all the registration system changed a bit and adjusted to technology. So most of property registration now is possible to check online. So we have a very, very good electronic uh, registration system and it's available immediately. So you just have to access the proper website with an access code, and immediately you get all the information from, from a, por- a property. So that makes the whole process much, much quicker, and especially the due diligence. We don't need to go in person to, to local services. That makes things a lot more simple than it was maybe 10 or
1: 12 years ago when I started working. Uh, okay, so when you say local services it, it means that you don't have to go directly to the the various municipal municipal offices and, and engineers yeah. or or architects and, and things like that. Is that exactly.
0: What you mean? exactly we don't have to go in person to tax departments, municipalities and land registration services for instance. We can access all this information on online.
1: Okay, and and the speed of which a, a we'll get onto the the actual buying process and, and the different steps, but the speed at which a, a a deed or a transfer of title deed goes through is is relatively quickly compared to a lot of other a lot of other places.
0: Yeah, if we if we compare our system to other countries, even comparing with other European countries, our system is quite safe and and quite quick. Uh, when comparing
1: so uh, I mean how long can it take uh to 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 do a, a transfer of a title lead uh, It can take one day
0: uh, a minimum one day we can prepare everything and just takes a few hours to go to a public notary and and sign for the for the transfer for the acquisition
1: that 's fast mm-hmm. that's very fast. very very fast. <laughs> So uh, other things in Portugal move slow, but this, this moves fast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Life,
0: life goes a bit slower. Lifestyle is a a bit slower than this.
1: We take an hour and a half for lunch, but it takes quicker to, to purchase a property. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tell me a little bit about the buying process. Mm. Tell me about the buying process from beginning to, to end. How does it work and the steps involved? Well, we, we normally have three different steps
0: uh, since the client decide to, to buy a property. Uh, first of all, uh, the client signs a reservation form and pays a reservation fee to the real estate broker. Uh, that serves to take the property out of the market. And so we can start the whole process to the second step, which is the promissory contract. The CPCV normally takes place uh, maximum within two weeks. And by then I will, I will already do the due diligence and check all the seller and the property uh, documentation and registration. And on a later stage, uh, the final step is the title deed. That takes place at the public notary office.
1: Okay. Let's just break those those steps down in a little bit more detail for, for the people listening. Uh, the reservation, uh, as you mentioned, it's a it's a fee that's paid to some to, to the broker, sometimes to the seller. Correct? Yes. And, and that's essentially to reserve the property and make yeah. sure that no one it's, it's to take
0: the to take the property. The purpose is to take the property out of the market for a short period, so we can sign promissory contract. Okay.
1: Perfect. Next step is promissory contracts. Yeah. Promissory contract will include
0: all the, all the payment terms and all the time frame applicable to that deal. So, so it's established when the title deed will take place, establish how much uh, the deposit is. If there's an extra payment after deposit and before the construction to be completed or not, um, that's the second stage. By then we have 100% correct uh, information about the seller and the property. So we checked the due diligence and we finished the due diligence and it's according to the Portuguese law so we can step forward.
1: Okay, before we get on to, to the title deed, um, the, the promissory contract is a legal document, a legally binding contract yeah yeah
0: the the promissory contract can even uh, be registered at the at the land registry service and this makes sure that uh, the seller will not be able to sell that is ex- exactly the same property to anybody else so it has a full uh, effect as we call it in in, in portuguese
1: law okay and it, but, but it's two ways it ties in the buyer as well
0: yeah yeah there are consequences after after promissory contract signature, if one of the parts, uh, for instance, default. There are Portuguese uh, law consequences that are also included on the on the promissory contract terms.
1: Okay, no, no, that that's quite reassuring. So, in, by law, the seller is protected, but also but also the buyer.
0: Yeah, uh, according to Portuguese Civil Code, Article four hundred and ten. Uh, the the promissory contract is a legal document so it it has uh, uh, it's applicable according to Portuguese law and protects both parts and has obligations also for both parts
1: the next step after after the promissory contract what happens
0: the the final step in in legal terms is the title deed which means the acquisition title that we always sign at a Portuguese notary. Uh, and it takes place between the public notary, buyer and the seller, all in the same room to, to transfer the ownership of the, of the property.
1: First of all, why does it happen at a public notary? What is the, the benefit there?
0: The benefit is that, is that the, the public notary is also responsible to check the seller and property uh, registrations on the date and on the time that the title deed is signed So all the registrations that I spoke before that are available online, the notary will check it at the date, at the time of title deed. That makes sure, uh, that makes all the process much easier much
1: it's okay, okay. <laughs> take it, take a <laughs> try, try that. Let's try, try that again.
0: <laughs> uh, we always sign title deed at the public notary because that makes sure that the, the notary also checks the seller and the property documentation. It's not only the lawyer or the, the client representative to check it, but also a public entity. Uh, certifying that everything is according to the, to the law and that the, that transfer can happen as expected. So it's a question of safety, uh, also on the client's perspective.
1: Okay. We've gone through two of the steps. Uh, let's say I'm the buyer. I've paid my reservation. I have gone and signed the promissory contract. I've paid my deposits and now it's time for transfer of title deed at the notary. What happens if there is something that's not correct in terms of the documentation, in terms of licensing, or anything that doesn't work? What happens at the notary office if there's some kind of problem like that?
0: Well, normally if there is a problem and we only noticed at the, at the title deed moment at the notary office, the, notary, the public notary will not allow the deeds to take place. So we will not have the transfer of the ownership and we have not exchanged funds with the seller. So no payment takes place because there's no title deed in case of a problem.
1: Okay, so we've been speaking about this really simple process. I can see from what happens at the notary with the amount of, uh, with the electronic system, with the amount of detail that goes into checking everything that I'm protected as a buyer why do I need a lawyer
0: well f- first of all you are investing on a foreign country so language and the whole process can be a problem because you cannot you might not to fully understand the process and you might not fully understand the language and part of our job is also to prevent problems on the on the client's side so we try to protect the clients and we try to make it as simple as possible on a client's perspective and we make sure how do you do that we do all the due diligence so we Mm -hmm. check all property seller documentation we check it once we sign promissory contract and we double check before title deed appointment appointment to take place so normally we don't have any surprises i never had surprises at the public notary uh, room because we we check and double check all the documentation previously.
1: How long does it generally take from beginning? So we talk about the reservation through to the transfer and and, and registration of title deed. How long can that take in in general? Well, according to
0: our experience, because we need some time for transfer of funds to book the appointment, to check, to check the, the registration details, everything, but it, it can take place within 30 days. That is possible and that's what we've done already a few times for for some of our clients.
1: Okay, that's fast. When do I appoint a lawyer? At what stage as a, as a buyer uh, do, I, do I actually appoint the lawyer? Uh,
0: we recommend to appoint the lawyer as soon as possible because the lawyer can start immediately working on your behalf. Well, on the due diligence, so previously to promise your contract, it's almost compulsory to have to have appointed a lawyer.
1: no, no uh, as a as the buyer, um, I found the property that I want. Do I need to be here for? Do I need to be physically here in the country for any of those steps? Uh,
0: not for any of these uh, legal steps that I mentioned. You. Of course we always recommend you to come to enjoy our food to drink some wine and to feel in love with a property that you like but after that uh, I can, the lawyer can represent you in all the different steps
1: Okay how does that happen uh, how do you how do you rep- how, do, how do I let you or allow you as the lawyer to represent me
0: We prepare a power of attorney document that needs to be signed on a public notary at the best convenience with this means that you can sign it while you're here in Portugal with me at the Portuguese public notary at, or that you can do it uh, sign it on your home country at the public notary of your best convenience
1: Okay, so uh, giving you a, a power of attorney and letting you act on behalf that would also include you um, sign checking checking all the the documentation of the property the due diligence of the property i know this is you're making it sound a lot simpler than what it actually what it actually is you you go through a lot of you 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 check a lot of the information don't you
0: yeah we we have to to check different uh registrations at different departments and also at the municipality so we have a lot of uh paperwork to check but we, we do not put that on client's shoulders. We do it ourselves as part of uh, a representation, legal representation. So we make it as simple as possible for the buyer. We act on the, on the buyer's behalf and we check all that information for, for the clients.
1: Okay. Obviously, all the documentation is in, in Portuguese. The promissory contract, the title deed, all of that is in Portuguese as a buyer... You you you're going to give me the the english translations and so that you can know what everything means is that is that something you do for the clients as well
0: yeah all the all the portuguese documents are as legal documents they are only available in in portuguese uh and that might be difficult for the clients to to read and to understand so we always prepare uh, an english version an english translation to address clients for them to understand properly what, what they are signing for.
1: Okay. Perfect. You have a situation in, in Spain, we've heard of stories in in places like Spain where people have bought properties where the seller didn't actually have the authority to sell the property or the seller wasn't the actual owner of the property. Can, can that happen here in Portugal? Well, over
0: more than 10 years experience, Uh, Working on my own uh, legal office, I never had that experience. We are much, much safer when comparing with Spain, for instance, uh, in regards to property investment, especially because of our electronic registration system over the last year. So it's possible, it's immediate to understand if it's all according to what is expected or not.
1: So I mean, what do, what would you be able to find according to that electronic system? Do you have is there a history of ownership? Is there in terms of licensing all of those things? That's all very very clear and 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 transparent. Yeah, uh,
0: as soon as I access, for instance, a property certificate at the land registry certificate, I can check when the property was bought or who was the previous owner, who is the current owner. Uh, if there's a an license issued by the, by the municipality to, to that property. So I can check all the different details that are possible, uh, that are possibly applicable to that exactly
1: plot or property. You, you, you have clients, like you mentioned, from all over the world. Uh, you mentioned okay. that we have great food here and people can come and have our wine. Uh, give me a, an example of an interesting part of the world that one of your clients are, are from or where they live. I
0: have, I have a recent client that I just recently signed uh, title deed that is from that is living in Bahrain, Bahrain Kingdom, wow. c-
1: Kingdom of Bahrain.
0: <laughs> so, okay. And,
1: okay. Yeah. So let's let's use this this mm-hmm. this client as an example. They've got a day here in 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 your village or in this area uh, they can only have time for one meal what are you going to recommend that they eat
0: i recommend black pork
1: okay it's something that that
0: it's it's something that i really love it's not the normal the normal pig, so it's a a special breed and the the meat is very very tasty completely different you must have black pork. Okay. And what should they drink with the black pork? Uh, normally red wine. With, with meat, we normally uh, drink red wine. From the Alentejo? Mm, yeah, of course. Alentejo has huge wine farms. and there's a, a, There are many, many uh, farms down there. So it's very, very good.
1: Nuno, how can people be in touch with you? How can people um, contact you and, and follow you online? Uh,
0: we have we have a Facebook page, okay. and we also I'm I'm registered at the Portuguese Bar Association, and there's a link direct to my profile on the Bar Association website that I can give you with okay. all my details.
1: What's the name of that Facebook page?
0: Silva Ramos attorneys. It's the it's a Facebook page, and and Nuno Silva Ramos at the Portuguese Bar Association.
1: Okay, we'll put some of some links in the in the show notes of the of the podcast for for people to to get in touch with you, Nuno. We we're coming up to the end. Um, just for the listeners, three things that you want people to remember and to take away from this conversation.
0: Well one and probably the first one is that we are here to help clients to assist them and try to make this investment experience as simple as possible and work on their behalf achieving their goals the second i would probably refer to the area i'm I'm suspicious because i love the area i've been spending holidays since i was maybe five or six year old child I'm spending uh, holidays in this area uh, and I love it. And I have a a emotional link to this area. And the third, uh, you must come, spend some time in Portugal, uh, enjoy the Portuguese lifestyle, eat our food, drink our wines, red wine and white wine. Also Vinho Verde, that is lovely, super fresh. And try,
1: try Portugal. No, no, a question that we like to ask all of our, our guests. Portugal, the simple life, why?
0: Well, we, we are a very, very uh, safe country. So we are not involved in wars, ne- not even on the Second World War. We are not part of that. So we are very peaceful, peaceful country. We are safe, have a lot of sun. We have great sea and, of course, we have wonderful, wonderful meals to enjoy.
1: Okay. Nunu, thank you so much. And for now, I'm going to let you call it. Uh, That's a wrap. (laughs) So thank you once again to Nunu. And thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe share with your friends give us a thumbs up and please leave your comments and reviews we'd love to hear from you next week i'm joined by olivia de santos from newlyweds we discuss amongst other things getting married in portugal and as we say in portugal adeus. welcome to the simple life